You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A. C-L. And with that, we are back. The ACL pod featuring the one and only Captain Wags. He is Wags. I am ACL. Bull season is here, guys. Bull season. We're taping this Thursday. Bull season starts tomorrow, December 17th. Two bowl games, the Bahamas Bowl and the Cure Bowl. Get us started on Friday and then a full slate Saturday. And then we are off and running from there. The website, TheRealMrACL.com, Twitter, Instagram, at TheRealMrACL, at Cap'n Wags. Wags, quite the NFL weekend last week to really get us going, get us in the mood for bowl season. You ready, man? Yeah, big time. I mean, it's quite the weekend last weekend, the NFL, if, if you like to win. That's for sure. 13-3 uh, last weekend, NFL, crushed it, free play, winner, podcast. Love that. Uh, two of the three losses. On the Browns minus three, winning basically the entire game. Basically, and, no, winning the entire game. Yeah, Lamar Jackson Ridiculous. goes down, <laughs> feeling good. And then uh, some magic happens, I guess, against us, <laughs> if you want to call it that. So uh, is what it is, but uh, 13 winners, only three lo- losers. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Great finish uh, on uh, Monday night with the Rams. Nice call on your end, absolutely. Good stuff. Lots lots happening in, in the world of football, you could say, in the last couple days, Jeez, even, yeah, even the last sports. couple of hours. Yeah. How about the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars situation? Any thoughts on, on, on your boy Urban? I would try to distance myself from calling him my boy. Um, that guy's a clown. Uh, what did the Jaguars, you know, expect? The, the guy has been sitting. He's just not a good person. He's not a good person. We saw it all year. Uh, we've seen it before. He's a dirty coach uh, in college. He's um, been associated with other dirty coaches who who, who do some sketchy stuff. Um, he goes out to bars and, and picks up college age, maybe a little older girls. And he's married. Um, you know, he, he's telling his coaches and players that they're quote pussies and uh yeah and then he goes and kicks his own kicker how about that one yeah i I know he's not gonna kick any uh defensive lineman uh you could you could bet your ass on that so um he's a bully he's he's a bully uh and i think he's pretty much um burned all of his bridges and I, especially in the NFL, I cannot anticipate anybody hiring Urban Meyer in the no. NFL. And certainly, I don't think he's going to be hireable anywhere. TV, coaching, I mean, I just don't see it. Um, I, I could see him going to like a smaller, you know, non-Power 5 type college. Yeah. I, I You know, just for the name recognition, a team – uh, you know, it's I'm just throwing a name out there. Someone like in the Mac, something like that. He can go back to where he kind of started, right? Yeah. Somewhere like that, where big name will get some recruits. It'll it'll bring in dollars, that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't necessarily see a, a Power Five 
team. He'd, he'd be going. He'd be going there with his tail between his legs. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know even know if he he would do that. So yeah. we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, that's crazy. And obviously, you know, not getting political on here, but everything COVID going on, spreading uh, pretty rampantly throughout the NFL, NHL, um, NBA. So obviously that, you know, it's, you know, nobody's being really impacted by it uh, other than they're, they can't play. Right. So, um, you know, it's just uh, interesting to see, you know, we're we're talking about betting on here and and, uh, players being out and line movements happening. So um, make sure you pay attention uh, to the news. You know, if you're, if you're working, you know, you're, 50 60 hour worker listening to this podcast and and you're not really following up on on any of the news um there are covid cases out there so uh before you're making a bet make sure that you uh, are paying attention to who's in and who's out of the lineup there are seven teams currently in the nfl covid protocol situation the browns the bears the falcons the Lions, the rams the vikings and the uh, washington football team. yeah washington football team there so there's a lot going on there the in my opinion the browns are probably the most affected they are now a dog at home to the raiders something that obviously wouldn't happen normally um yeah but i know some folks that 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 locked in some numbers for this upcoming weekend this past weekend um it was certainly not something that i was i was going to be doing just because it's a very fluid situation. I mean, you have all these teams, all these, you know, we're not, we're not talking about third, fourth string guys or practice squad guys. or co- I mean, we're talking about top guys, Baker Mayfield, you know, Stefanski, coach of the Browns. I mean, top guys who are really affecting the line. So absolutely, it is a massive situation. And I'm actually kind of surprised that on the college front, we haven't seen more of it as well. Uh, normally with the Bulls in, in the last couple of years, just sort of transitioning to that, you're waiting on opt-outs, right? You're going to see who's playing. Obviously, you have, you know, Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. That line now is Western Michigan. It was plus six and a half against – I'm sorry. Um, well, going to the to the Western Michigan-Nevada game as well, they were plus six and a half. Strong is out. Minus four and a half for Western Michigan now. The Pittsburgh line, that line has moved significantly as well. Pittsburgh-Michigan State. Pittsburgh is minus four. Michigan State's now minus two. So a lot of this is you're trying to figure out who's going to play, who's not going to play. And now you have to worry about the COVID situation as well. So that's just another factor. So in my opinion, as far as the bowls go, waiting is actually a little bit better now than, than it, it's ever been before. So that's sort of the way that I'm, I'm approaching this because you want more information compared to not having a lot of information. And you're certainly going to get that if you wait later in the week here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so uh, some interesting, other interesting uh, news around football. How about Neon Dion Sanders? Huh? Picking up a top Man. recruit. I, I, I'm almost speechless because when I saw it come across, I was like, something's, something's not right here. It's not like the kid just went there for, you know, to be coached up by Deion Sanders. And then, of course, the whole situation comes out. He basically inked a million-dollar deal with Barstool because Deion works for Barstool. He has a show there. Pin Gaming's in on it, too. So this, to me, is the game-changer of all game-changers because you are now in a situation where a kid is signing not with, you know, Georgia versus Alabama. We're talking about Jackson State versus versus Florida State in this particular situation. Literally to get a million dollars. And, hey, I don't blame him at all. He's 17, 18 years old. Here's a million bucks. He could tear his ACL tomorrow and be done. Take your million bucks, buddy. Good luck to you. He'll be coached up by Dion. 
Maybe he'll dominate at the Jackson State level and transfer into Alabama for his junior year. Maybe he'll dominate at Jackson State, look even better to the to the NFL scouts, and get that high first round draft pick. So hey, it's it, it's interesting. It's new. It's something that we've never really seen before. But I can't blame him one iota. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that, look, they they bring in this top recruit, and, and it's not their first top recruit. Um, they have this is the fourth or fifth top 300 recruit to go to Jackson state. So Deion Sanders son. Um, and then obviously uh, he was a top recruit and I think he was the highest recruit um, to go there until, um, you know, uh, Travis Hunter, who's the number one or number two recruit in the nation um, who flipped from Florida state six, uh, one pound corner. And uh, you know, I think it's great for smaller schools. It's great for the historically black colleges or universities um, and, you know, to, to what you're saying, you know, whether or not it's true, I saw it's true. I saw it's rumors. I don't know if it's true or not, um, that there's a deal in place with Barstool for a million, a million and a half dollars. Um, but I did see many, uh, people basically saying, oh, that's not true. That's not true. And I think they're going to try to distance it until it becomes true. Um, because you, you know, as a number one, number two recruit in the nation, you're not playing against a competition that is going to, I guess, help you, help you. That's or, the concern uh, that I have. Yeah. Help, yeah. help you jump to make the right transition to get to the NFL and to the play at the next level. So I wouldn't be surprised if in two years he does enter the transfer portal. This is kind of a, you know, a, a I don't want to say a ploy. I think he, he legit is going there. I think he legit thinks you know, things are going to be great. I think he's going to do really well. Um, and I'm sure that uh, Jackson State is going to to be, you know, uh, on top of their d- conference for the next three, four, five, ten years, um, all because of all of this. But is it going to help these players get to the next level? The answer is I have no idea. Um, has it been done before? Yes. But, um, you know, you, you'd really like to see these guys play – in the same, you know, at the same level, you know, at least in college against these division one, big schools, power five schools. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So, but, but good for, for Dion taking one of his own, if you will, coming, uh, Dion an ex Florida state, uh, you know, player alum and, and stealing him uh, to go to Jackson state. So interesting all around. Interesting to say the least. Yeah, it's um, and my like I said, this is a game changer. I mean, I think it's not going to happen to the vast majority of these kids, but really the, these top kids are going to have these seven-figure deals in place. And you know, hey, get the money while you can, guys, because not all of them are going to go pro. So things are going to happen. Going back to the Urban Meyer situation, I tweeted it out this morning, Wags. The Jacksonville Jaguars were minus three at home against the Houston Texans prior to this whole situation. This morning. Reopened, I should say reopened, was bet up to minus four. Jags minus four. Around two hours later, there was massive professional steam on the Jags, who are now minus five and a half. Yeah, it didn't even go Houston. to it didn't even go to four and a half, five. Boom. Four to five yeah, and a half. It went straight from four to five and a half, which is kind <laughs> of unheard of. Big bets being placed. Urban out. Urban uh, basically a cancer. Um and, and now 
all of these betters are saying and, and professionals know that with Urban gone, these players are actually going to start trying. Um, they, you know, they're going to, they're, they're glad they're, you know, finally they list, you know, the, the management listened to us and here we are, we're going to start playing. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we see some points in, in, you know, from Jacksonville. Yeah, that's a game that I'll be talking about a little bit later on in the show, but I thought that was just super interesting, right? I mean, we often see when a coach gets fired or professionals gravitate toward that team, new coach theory, players are playing hard for the new guy, at least in the beginning. That's nothing new. But to go from three, first of all, to go off the key number of three to five and a half, it, it, it tested six for, for a bit. Houston was plus six at juice, like minus 120. There was a good amount of resistance there, six being an extremely key number these days. So I, I'm not saying that I, I don't necessarily think it's going to get back up there. It might even drive back down a little bit. But, man, to see that kind of movement, and we're not talking about the Chiefs here, or, you know, the Bucks. We're talking about Jacksonville, right, yep. the Jacksonville Jaguars. First of all, some people might say they shouldn't be favored over anybody. Um, they well, are, it just goes they to are show it's like they believe that the offense is going to be elevated, the defense is going to be elevated. You're yep. playing a Houston team um, with really, you know, Davis Mills uh, calling plays now with Tyrod Taylor being replaced. So, um, you know, I think it's the Jaguars almost like time to shine here, right? We're going to really step up um, mm -hmm. and, and dominate this game and show Urban what, you know, like basically give him a big fuck you. Could not agree more, and again, we'll discuss that a little bit later. Bryce Young-Heisman, never it's in a, doubt, right? It's a lock. It's a lock. <laughs> it wasn't – I mean, it's, it hasn't been in doubt since uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Good for him for winning it this past weekend. Um, yeah. I, I After the last game against Georgia, what he did against that defense, I, I have to admit I, I would have voted for him as well. So if you look at the final results – he actually crushed it. It wasn't even that close. Um, and it's, so good, you know what? It good, shouldn't good have been. Yeah, you know what? At yeah. the end of the day, the way things shook out at the end, I think it was close all you know all year, I all agree. season. And then those last week or that last week or two, basically, boom! Like he just locked it up. He played well enough, and uh, that he deserved it. And kudos for him. All right, man. Sixty-second speed round time, Wags. I am gonna ask you three questions first i have my questions ready are you ready my friend let's do it all right urban meyer of course we have to talk about him first all right you're the president at a power five conference school with a vacant coaching head coaching position are you i'm not saying will i'm saying are you captain wags considering urban meyer for the position uh you know we, we touched on this already but no uh i am not yeah i, I think you can do better as far, you know, you, to me, especially in college, look, the, obviously everybody wants you to win and your number one thought is to the quote unquote shareholders who are the fan base and everything like that. So you want to win and does he win in college? Yes. But I also know that I have college kids who need to be groomed in such a manner where they're, um, you know, learning from good people and being coached by the you know good people and knowing what urban has done and things coming out. I don't need urban or any sort of um, lawsuit coming about because urban Meyer kicked somebody or bullied somebody or, you know, like Mike Leach put somebody in, in a shed. I mean, he's still coaching. So look, obviously, yes, <laughs> obviously things happen and, and, and people still find their jobs, but not at my school that, you know, if I'm the president, um, 
you know, no thank you. I agree. There's got to be better people out there at this point. The headache is not worth it. All right, All right. moving over to college hoops. College basketball, anyone outside of the current top 10 that you like as, quote, that a longer shot to win it all? That's a good question. Um, outside the top 10, yeah, you know, I, I think they lost the game uh, recently, but I still like out of the SEC, Arkansas. Um, yeah, you know, I think they're uh, a really good team, a really athletic team um, that could that could truly beat anybody. Um, so, yeah, if I had to take somebody, I think I'm um, looking it up right now. I think you can get them at around 35 to one. 35 to uh, one. You read my mind. 35 to one on DraftKings, 40 to one, some other shops. So, hey, they had a very deep run last year. There are certainly worse teams um, you could put your money on. They currently are nine and one ranked 24th. Yeah, I mean they they got smoked um, at you know they and and I was on it as well. Uh, we had I had Oklahoma, I think it was like plus one or, or something like that, and Oklahoma beat them by twenty two. Yeah, um, but Oklahoma was at home and it was a you know kind of a big game, so um, just wasn't a really great spot for Arkansas there. Uh, but that said, yeah, I, I do like them as a club. I, I like their team. They got a, a bunch of transfers this year. Um, Chris likes from University of Miami um, and a few others. So uh, I do like Arkansas. Staying in hoops, final question. I know it's early, it's December, but what mid-tier conference has a shot to, we'll say, you know, make some noise in the tournament come March? Yeah, I'll give you two conferences and a couple of teams, uh, or at least one team from each. Um, the MAAC, uh, I like Iona. Yes. The Iona Gales, um, really, really good team. And guess who's the coach there? Rick Patino. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, great coaching, great, you know, uh, great basketball. Uh, I think they're 9-2. and two. They lost to Belmont, and I'll talk about them in a second, um, and Kansas. So, you know, the, the, this is a team that can certainly, and I think will certainly, win their uh, conference and move on and, and make some noise in the um, – in the tourney. So, uh, and then the other one in Ohio Valley, uh, you got two teams there right now, Belmont and Murray state, both very good teams. Um, you know, Belmont's a very good team and I, I actually like them, uh, even though they're right now, number two behind Murray state and Murray state's also a very good club. So, um, th those are my, uh, I guess three teams that I can see making some noise, uh, this year. And I'm sure there's plenty others. I like it, man. Middle December, March madness will be here before we know it. Yes. Cannot wait. All right, you're off the hot seat. I'm up. Let's go. All right. 60-second speed round ACL. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Just announced Super Bowl in Vegas. Oof. 2024. So two years from now, basically. Yep. You going? You planning to go? I'm going, man. You and I are going. We're going. Might bring some clients out there, some followers. Let's do it. Bottles on us. Might be fun. Bottles. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm in. I just, you know. ACL's just got to call my wife. <laughs> get the permission slip signed. Get that's it. That's it. We, we get that. We get that signed. I'm in. Um, Deal. But yeah, no, she. She's a sweetheart. She'll she'll yeah, say yes. She'll, she'll sign. She'll actually probably kick me out. So, yeah, she'll uh, say please go. Yeah, please don't go. let the door hit your ass on the way out, type <laughs> of thing. So, all good. Yeah, so let's go. Make your plans now, Vegas, We're in. 2024. Let's do it. Speaking of destinations like mm -hmm. Vegas. Bowl season is here. If you had to pick one bowl game, one destination, I should say, yep. 
What, where are you going? What's the destination? And, and, and feel free to answer the destination and feel free to pick another game that might be the bowl game. With apologies to Shreveport, Louisiana and the Independence Bowl. <laughs> Sorry if you're, if you're in that region. I've been there. It's not a place I'd go again voluntarily. How about the Bahamas Bowl, man? Yeah. I mean, I know it's obvious, but come on. Who, who doesn't want to go down to Atlantis, down to Bahamar? Got the Bahamas Bowls, Thomas Robbins Stadium. First bowl game starting off this season. Toledo, Middle Tennessee. Of course, I'll be tweeting it out tomorrow. The infamous Bahamas Bowl ending. The worst beat in the history of sports. Whatever it was now, five, six years ago, that happened. So you, th there's, there's quite a bit of history like seven in that years stadium. Ago. Was it seven years ago? Okay, getting old. There's quite a bit of history in that, in that bowl, in that stadium. And, of course, it's the Bahamas, and it's probably going to be 80 degrees, sunshine and breezy. So can't go wrong yeah, I mean, yeah, a couple others I'm just going to add. And uh, yeah. I wouldn't hate to see Wisconsin and Arizona State in Vegas, as we just talked about. Uh, can't hate on Vegas. And then, yeah, I mean, the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl. I mean, all these Absolutely. destinations for, you know, I, I live in Florida, so I'm quote unquote spoiled, if you will. But lots of landlocked people there love, love to get out to the coast, be able to watch a, a bowl game in, in December um, and get to the beaches and things like that. So uh, very cool for, for those who are able to make um, a your team makes a bowl game and B, you're able to travel uh, and go watch them. Could not agree more. All right, last question, ACL College Basketball. Mm -hmm. Ooh, who's your final four as of right now? Good question. Tough question. Just, yeah, tough yeah. question. Obviously, Obviously, a lot of that depends upon the brackets and all that. But I was, you know, just as far as my my top four teams now. Obviously, we got to go with Zaga. They're the current favorites. Duke. I think that barring some injuries or anything, they're going to be pretty big favorites to make it. And I'm actually going to go with Villanova as my third final four team, and then I'm going to go with Baylor. So obviously a lot will change. Very fluid situation. We're talking December injuries, COVID potentially, obviously currently going on as well. But yeah, he's got the, he's got the ones and two seeds in there. I, I got the Belmonts and the Murray yeah, you States, do. and <laughs> somebody's gonna make a splash. Taga, Duke, Nova, Baylorville. Nova can get like twenty to one. So just throwing that out there. All right, good stuff. I'm off the hop seat. Are we ready to move on to a little preview, man? Packers versus Ravens. What do you think? Yeah, look, uh, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson likely out, so kind of takes a little bit of uh, of the zing out of this game. But, yeah, no, it's going to be a good game, I think. I um, think it'll be probably closer than uh, people think. Uh, we have Green Bay currently at, what, six points it hit? Yeah, yeah so, so Packers, Packers five, five and a half, six-ish, total 43 and a half. Um, open two. Yeah, Two and a half, yeah. Right? So, so look, I mean, obviously you mentioned it, the elephant in the room here with this line. You're saying Green Bay minus six at the Ravens. As got as high as seven. Yeah, and there was good resistance there. Everything to do with the availability, availability of Lamar. He's questionable as of Thursday here with the ankle. DNP Wednesday as of taping Thursday. I, I agree with you. It kind of just looks like, feels like, from what Harbaugh was talking about, that he's truly going to be a game-time decision. But I, it feels like to me like he's not going to play. I don't think he's playing. The market I mean, look, certainly says he's not going to play. Otherwise, what tends to happen is if it's truly 50-50, you see kind of the market hedge its bets, right? This line, you know, it'd be Green Bay 2. It'd probably be under a field goal. But if it's just sitting out there at 6 all week, they're telling you he's probably not going to play here. Yeah, and on, yeah, look, I, I still need to dig in. It's, it's what, Thursday now. Usually I dig in tonight, tomorrow. Uh, we get the plays out on Saturday for the most part uh, this week. We do make sure you guys uh, just want to 
before I get into this. A couple Saturday games this week, so make sure you make note of that. Um, good ones, too. But um, that said, I t- you tend to see the defenses step up when like a star quarterback like a Lamar Jackson is out. Like the the other the other uh, I guess units I should say on the team tend to step up in somebody's absence to to, to play up um, in that type of game. So um, curious to see how the Baltimore defense steps up against the Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay Packers. Yeah, one other note I'll, I'll let you guys know about this. So, obviously the Packers come into this when they beat the Bears 45-30 Sunday night football. They've won two straight. For the Ravens, even without the Lamar injury, the spot is horrible. This is one I actually had circled from the beginning of the season just in terms of the situational spot for Baltimore. They played three divisional road games in a row versus the Browns, the Steelers, and then the Browns again last week. And who do they have next week? A divisional game at Cincinnati. So... This yeah, non- on the road last week, yeah. on the road next week. Both divisions. Finally, yeah, it's yeah. a flat spot for sure. I mean, sure. Um, yeah, it's it's tough, especially after the Packers are, you know, you know, I say that we look forward, you know, you look to see Baltimore's defense step up, um, but the Packers' last three games, they put up 31, 36, and 45 points. So it's going to be a tough, tough task um, to deal with them. And, and, you know, and they've been rolling with uh, – with some injuries on offense too. So yeah. it's not like, uh, you know, Aaron Jones has been out or, you know, banged up and, and Devonte Adams as well. You got guys like Lazard and um, Valdez Scantling and, and some of these other players stepping up uh, to make big plays for him and their defense. I think we, we've seen yeah. a couple of pick sixes from them in the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, no, we certainly have. I mean, this non-conference game I'm talking about from Baltimore's perspective, sprinkled in between those four divisional games, arguably against the best team in the NFC, just that classic letdown spot. I will say, though, on the other hand, the fact that Baltimore's lost the last two games and they're now 8-5, and five, and especially with Lamar now probably out, they truly are at risk for missing the playoffs here. In what normally would be kind of that classic letdown spot, you know, subconsciously throughout the week, just thinking about the last three, it's hard to get up for three divisional games in a row and then one coming up. This game should have their full attention because there's only what four games left. They really can't afford to lose any more games here. Yeah. So and it uh, should have I mean, their that, full attention here. I, I'm not that terribly upset to be honest, um, given the fact that I have a Browns, um, couple of Browns futures uh, that would be nice. Uh, it kind of felt like it was a uh, very far fetched, especially last week. I think the yeah. Browns were sitting in last place in that division. I tweeted this out. I mean, those with Browns features yourself. I mean, they were, like you said, last place couple or before the Ravens game, eight to one, nine to one to win the division. They reopen after winning last week, two to one, plus two hundred to win the division. And then all this COVID news comes out. Another dogs at home to the Raiders. So completely, really caught a very that, yeah. tough break with that for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. But uh, you know, you just gotta kind of go with it and, and hope, uh, at least for my sake. The Browns um, pull out. But look, man, win. Case Case has been well, and they're what plus yeah, one yeah. and I a mean, half right now against the Raiders. They could. Uh, Case Keenum's a great backup to have. Yeah. I mean, the guy has experience, and it, uh, to be honest, I don't know how much of a downgrade it is um, between him and Baker. The way that Baker's been playing this year, so totally agree with that. All right, moving over to the two hundred dollars site credit Monday Night Football contest time. Winner two weeks ago, no winner this past week. I'm about to read three questions. For the Monday Night Football game, Vikings versus the Bears, the first person to get all three correct 
gets $200 in site credit to the real MrACL.com. You can enter by DMing your answers to either myself or WAGS on Twitter or on Instagram. If we have more than one winner, whoever gets it in first wins. Question number one, Vikings at Bears. You're taking the Vikings minus three and a half. You're taking the Bears plus three and a half. Who you got, Vikings or Bears? Question two, name the player who will score the first touchdown in the game. Question number three, give me and Wags the total number of touchdown passes by Kirk Cousins. Total number of touchdown passes by Kirk Cousins in this prime time spot for Kirk Cousins. Something to keep in mind as well there. All right, those are the three questions. Get your answers in. Good luck, everybody. Free play time, Wags. Last week, another winner. We had that dual free play. We were on the Niners minus ones. They won in overtime. Yes, but they were also up 14 with, what, seven minutes left. So I would I would argue we deserve that one, and we got it. So that was the right yeah, well, side. At least the we got way. that one. I mean, the Browns, obviously, it's kind of the same type of situation up the whole thing and then uh, we end up losing that one so yes. at least we got this one at least we got this one but yeah, but yeah. Um, um the niners were truly dominating that game and yeah, and yeah. look when, when we keep talking about that browns loss last week it's just sort of like when you have 13 wins and three losses it's almost human nature to be like man i really wanted to go 16 and 0 and uh <laughs> the the browns really was it was sort of there for us so 16 and 0 would have been nice but hey We'll take it. Yeah. So anyway, looking to continue the free play run here. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? Yeah, I can go first. Go uh, ha- happy to go first. I'm actually going to give a free play bowl. Tuesday, December 21st in the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. San Diego State and UTSA. The Aztecs versus the Roadrunners. Uh, Roadrunners of UTSA are currently a two-point Favorite, I am actually going to take UTSA money line minus 130. Um, they're nine and four this year against the spread, 12 and one overall. Um, just really, really like them on offense. Uh, you know, I give them an edge at quarterback, their receivers against their uh, DBs. Um, offensive line a little bit better. I think, um, you know, they, they do have a, a tough matchup against San Diego State, but I think it'll give. Um, you know, there are guys enough time and enough uh, room to operate and uh, really believe that um, UTSA pulls this one out. I think it's going to be a good game, but at the end, UTSA, the Roadrunners, beat San Diego State. Advantages across the board for UTSA, except at the punter position. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> which hopefully doesn't come to. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter to kick us in the air. And you know what, UTSA, I really like. You know, they're they're a very experienced team. They have a lot of yep. um, older you know guys that are on that team, and I think they're going to go out fighting and and playing, and and that's what you, you know. Those are the things that you kind of look to see, and I think this is kind of like a a twenty eight twenty type of game for UTSA. But I don't, you know, you take. You take that money line in case it ends up 28-26, yep. 28-27, yep. uh, you know, something like that. But that, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a de facto home game for them as well. I think their fans are going to travel. I mean, this is a big deal for them. The game's in Frisco. You know, it's a, I don't say a tough travel spot for San Diego State, but they're obviously not going to have the home type of atmosphere that UTSA will have there. Exactly. Like the play. All right, my free play. We talked about Urban. We talked about the Jags. We talked about a lot about this game so far. My free play is the Jacksonville Jaguars team total over 21 and a half minus 110. Look, talked about it earlier, a 100,000 pound weight was basically just lifted off of this team. 
And what better team to exploit that against than the Houston Texans? Defense, a team that is 30th in points per game allowed, giving up 27.5 per game. A team that is 30th in total yards allowed, giving up 384 yards per game. A team that is 32nd, dead last in rushing yards allowed, 150, uh, sorry, 147 yards per game rushing. I think you're going to see the Jags players come out loose, having fun, enjoying what they're doing for the first time in a while, perhaps the entire season under Urban Meyer. And I don't think that they're going to hesitate to put up as many points as they possibly can in this game. And I think that they're certainly going to be able to against this um, Houston, Houston Texans defense. Trevor Lawrence quotes all week prior to the firing really speak volumes about the constant just sort of drama and distractions that were going on in the locker room throughout the building with the Urban Meyer. It was like every other day there was something else going on. And that's really powerful stuff. Um, once that distraction is really removed from the equation here. So between that, between their opponent, between this low number, uh, I think that that this Jags team, as I said, won't hesitate to run it up and just sort of let it all out. Let all that emotion out that's been pent up with them for the entire season here. Jags team total over 21.5, readily available in the market at minus 110 as this week's free play. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, so fantasy football playoffs are, are happening. So are you advising people to start Trevor Lawrence as they're starting? Depends who you got, man. <laughs> Depends who you got. I mean, if, if, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers back there, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go with Aaron Rodgers. If you got, yeah. uh, I don't know, Davis Mills as your starter, probably go with Trevor Lawrence. If you got Davis Mills with your starter, chances, chances are you're not playing this weekend, though. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I unless you unless unless you had Lamar Jackson and you got man. nobody else to take, Trevor Lawrence could be a good good pickup. Speaking of the fantasy playoffs, I know me and you might have a little battle going on there in our in our league. So we'll, we'll see. Gotta, we'll see. Right now, I think what are we? Uh, two, two and, and three, three, man. Two and three. I think two and three play each other. If I'm, if I'm not I mistaken. think, I, yeah, but uh, we we got to get there. We got one more yeah, week. One more, one lock more it week in. of the. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I have a tough matchup this week. So I, know um, you do. I, I was looking. We'll see. We'll see. Right now, for everybody listening, I am in second over ACL. Same record. Uh, everybody in this, everybody in this league, the top five seeds have the same record. That's crazy. I'm in second with eighteen hundred and one point one two points, and ACL is in third with eighteen hundred point one eight. So less than one point separates us. Crazy, crazy. I will say the guy in first has about ninety five more points than yeah. us. Um, He's well deserved to be in first. That's fair. Yeah, Dak, Debo, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. That's the guy. The MVP. Who uh, is the MVP of the season? Hopefully, oh, yeah. Hopefully he uh, falls off a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. One more <laughs> For one of us. Go. One more week. Good yeah, luck to everybody. If you're in your fantasy playoffs, or if you're trying to make the playoffs, obviously. Lots of moving parts this weekend. If you have Lamar, if you have Baker, one of those guys, make some moves. Make crazy. some moves. Yeah, no, Thursday night, we, we, got, we got a good one tonight, man. Chiefs, Chargers to uh, kick off just a great football weekend, obviously, between the NFL and, and bowl season going on. And bowl so, season. Yeah, guys. Bowl season. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I Tomorrow. absolutely love it. Again, 19-4 and four ATS last year in the bowl season. Um, so, yeah, we are looking to improve on that, if at all possible. And um, really make you guys some money. So, again, the, the package is up on the site. It gets you every play that we make for the entire bowl season all the way through the national title game. So, if you got any yeah, questions, got, hit us uh, up. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick. I mean, you mentioned we have Chiefs, Chiefs and Chargers on Thursday night. We have two bowl games uh, on Friday. We got two games on Saturday. NFL. NFL yep, yep. Vegas and Browns. Patriots and Colts. Yep. Very good games. Um, and we have a whole 
slew of games and bowl games on Saturday. So what do we have? Three, four, five, six games on Saturday, bowl games. So packed weekend with football, college basketball, NHL. We are full go. Make sure you sign up at therealmracl.com backslash packages. Go to the bowl package and sign up to make sure you're on the list. There we go. All right. Well said. Couldn't have said it better myself. Good luck, everybody, for WAGs. I am ACL. Let's have a bowl season. Let's have a great another weekend in football, basketball, hockey, everything across the board. Any questions, obviously, Twitter, Instagram, or the website, let us know. All right. For WAGs, I'm ACL. Talk to you guys soon.